Hey guys, if you're interested in checking out a video version of the show, please visit the Low Key Geek channel on YouTube. There you can not only catch the video version of the podcast, but you can also check out my other projects and short form video that I produce. You can find a link in the description. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Renee Loki Geek here, and I had a chance to catch the new horror film Smile that releases this week in theaters. And is this the kind of movie that will bring a huge smile to all you horror fans out there? I'll share my thoughts and let you know all about that right now. <laughs> From what I gathered, Smile is a movie that was originally a short film. So they decided to make it into a full-fledged feature film. The cast of characters, you have uh, Sosie Bacon, who is the daughter of Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Uh, Jesse T. Usher, who some of you may know as A-Train from The Boys. He's in this film. Kumar from Halden Kumar is in this movie as well, and he plays a pretty funny role there. Um, very interesting to see him on screen in this type of movie. And Rob Morgan, who some of you may know from Stranger Things, and some other people maybe you may recognize and all that. But the movie really centers around Sosie Bacon's character. And look, I'm not really a huge horror film uh, fan. Um, I love some of that what a lot of people are calling hybrid horror movies and all that, like a lot of stuff that A24 puts out. But this one looked really interesting to me because it looks like it was something that is kind of more of like a psycho thriller uh, type of film. Um, from the trailers, it doesn't really look like there's much involved as far as the supernatural is concerned and all that kind of stuff like that. But I was wrong. Uh, I, without spoiling anything right at this moment, this movie does kind of dive into something that is unusually happening in a series of events that affect several people along the way. And Sosie's character is caught in the mix there. And now she's dealing with the horrors of what's happening around her and all that. So as far as the movie is concerned, I thought the directing was actually done pretty well. I loved a lot of the, the camera angles and some of the cinematography done, done throughout the movie. As far as the scary or chilling factor, it's your typical horror type tropes. There's a lot of jump scares. Um, they do a lot of close-ups, um, especially since you're dealing with people who smile, right? So they're, they pay a lot of attention to faces and all that. But be careful because usually in horror films, when they close up too much or they spend too much time on one thing, that's when you know something big is going to happen, right? And from time to time, it kind of caught me here and there and all that. A thing that this movie does really well is that it really plays a lot with visuals and a lot of like quick visual cuts and all that. As a movie viewer, as an audience member, I'm always trying to like look out and see like, okay, what's creeping behind the scenes? What's going on over there and all that. And they do some really great um, effects and they have some great shots where there is something in the background and maybe you don't catch it right away, but the more you stare, the more you realize, oh snap, there's really something there and all that. Like they did a really good job with that. They also did a lot of good um, stuff where it involves a lot of visions that the main character goes through as she's looking at certain things or she is experiencing these weird illusions or delusions or 
she thinks what's happening is real but in in reality it's not and then she snaps out of it you know in as an audience member you really think she's seeing all this stuff and things are happening um but they're really not so i think what this movie does really well is play with a lot of those visions and a lot of those visual effects there are some things that happened throughout this movie that i actually kind of laughed at it was a mix of some of the acting choices when things started happening or just just the events in general right it, it kind of had me laughing at, at at little things here and there but i will say this a lot of the movie and a lot of things that happen in the movie is pretty creepy um but i do feel like there was a little bit of a missed opportunity here um and they could have gone one way instead of going the typical route that a lot of these horror movies kind of go forward with you know and all that and that does deal with more of the supernatural aspect of it now a lot of you horror fans may enjoy this movie um i for one thought it was okay um the audience that i watched it with they kind of thought it was okay as well i didn't really hear a lot of people speaking so much about it saying that oh this was really fun and all that i heard a lot of people saying oh that wasn't bad that wasn't that bad at all you know okay so keep that in mind um but there were some things in this movie that really frustrated me again as someone who's not a big horror guy I tend to nitpick at the absurdity of these type of movies and I'll get into that right now. So if you are not looking for spoilers and all that, be warned, I am going to be talking about some stuff that happened in the movie right now. So now is your cue. You could always use the chapters to skip around to hear my final thoughts at the end. Do so. But while you do that, why don't you hit that like and subscribe buttons and show your love and join the community here as we grow this channel. Hey everybody, are you a fan of collectibles, action figures, Funko Pops, and all that stuff like that? Do me a favor and visit entertainmentearth.com and you won't be sorry. Entertainment Earth is the premier place online for the latest and greatest toys, the most exciting action figures, and the coolest gifts and collectibles pop culture has to offer. From television, movies, sports, celebrities, comics, internet memes, and every fandom in between, they drop new products daily and curate their selection so that you don't miss out. Whether you're looking for something stellar from a galaxy far, far away with Star Wars, or from the streets of Gotham City with DC Comics, they've got surprises for everyone. Get access to exclusive releases and limited run pre-ordered. You can even reserve hard-to-find items before they arrive, from Funko to Hasbro, all your favorite vendors are represented in their robust catalog of cool collectibles. Take advantage of their unparalleled industry expertise and make your collection as worthy as Marvel's Thor. They are pleased to offer risk-free shopping with their industry-leading mint condition guarantee and hassle-free 90-day returns. Find that grail you're seeking for yourself or someone you love. And because I know how special they are and how they're going to be great for a lot of you out there, I worked a special deal with them that if you check out the link featured in the description of this episode, you will get 10% off plus free shipping over orders of $40 or more. I mean, that is fantastic, don't you think? Now, the 10% discount is only good for uh, in-stock merchandise, so it doesn't work for any pre-orders, but if you take a look at their site, there's going to be a lot of stuff they have in stock that you're probably want to get. So again, visit that special link in the description of this episode to take advantage of this awesome 10% offer plus free shipping and buy yourself or a loved one something really cool. 
Entertainment Earth, so many toys, so much fun. Now, all throughout this movie, they really play around with the idea of like mental health and how mental health can really affect someone, especially when it comes to experiencing traumatic events in their lives of, or someone who kind of suffers from PTSD and how that can play mind tricks on you and how you could be seeing things that are not really there. Um, lack of sleep and, you know, not being able to focus and, you know, thinking that things are not as they seem and all that. And th this movie really plays a lot with that. The main character is a psychiatrist in a kind of a hospital that deals with a lot of uh, psychiatric issues. And they've been she's been working uh, nonstop, endless hours, lack of sleep. And so when I was watching the movie, I originally thought that wow, this is they're really going to play on the fact that all of these things that are happening are caused by just mental health issues. And I thought diving more into that and exploring more into that and using that as the main focus of how all these horrific events are happening would have been phenomenal, would have been like an interesting story to watch. However, like a lot of horror movies, they kind of attached like an entity like a, a spirit or an evil demon that is involved in all of these horrific events and horrific experiences that are happening throughout the movie so with that being said if i were to describe basically what is really happening in this movie to someone who may be kind of like on the fence of watching this or not basically someone has this spirit attached to them they see someone that is constantly smiling at them and all that and in order to get rid of this demon is basically to sacrifice yourself, but in, but sacrifice yourself in front of somebody else. Once that person sees you sacrifice themselves, then that spirit is now going to be attached to that new person. And now this person is going to be traumatized and pretty much haunted until they do the same thing. And they basically it's a chain effect, right? It's a domino effect. So the main character um, in this movie is basically she got caught up in it. You know, patient of hers came in, did the deed, and now she's stuck with it and she's dealing with it throughout the whole movie. And now she has to figure out how is she going to get rid of this. However, the thing that really pisses me off about this movie is that as this poor woman is going through all of these, you know, problems and issues, no one around her is, is very supportive. I feel like a lot of people rather run away from her and all that. For example, A-Train himself, once he notices and sees that she's going through all of these weird things and acting up weird and, you know, kind of acting crazy and all that, he decides to be like, yo, I'm not going to be with you anymore. You're dry. You're you're nuts. I, I don't think I'm, I, I'm comfortable around you. You know, I guess this is something that runs in the family. Why? Because she experienced a traumatic event where her mom was kind of suicidal and kind of ended up dying in front of her eyes and all that. And so basically he's like, I guess it's genetic. I did some research on this and I just wanted to know what I'm getting myself into. I mean, what kind of bullshit is that? Plus, she has a sister that's not really supportive. There was an event that happened at a birthday party for the sister's son. And unfortunately, because of all the crazy stuff that's happening, the main character basically killed the house cat, packaged it up and gave it as a present by accident to the boy. And as all of this is happening, this poor woman is crying, saying, I didn't mean to do this. I, this is not me. Things are happening around me. Please believe me. And no one is helping her. 
the sister is like running away from her and looking at her like she's a freak and which causes her to like trip and fall onto the glass coffee table in the middle of the room and poor poor thing is bloodied and cut up and everyone's just staring at her and she's like screaming out and all that stuff which i laughed at by the way because it was ridiculous i laughed at this whole scene because why is everyone not helping her why is everyone just staring at her you know is that what people do maybe there's this other funny part where she's stabbing a guy in attempt to hopefully transfer the demon to her own boss um kumar there um from harold and kumar and as she's stabbing him, the guy's like laughing, like, ha, ha, ha. And this goes on what seems like forever. And then when she turns around and looks at the boss, freaking Kumar himself, he's like ripping his face open and all that stuff like that. I mean, I could not stop laughing. I, I think this was so funny for me. But again, you as a viewer, you may react a little differently. I'm just, I don't know, I'm nuts. I'm, I'm a little silly. There are other laughable moments in this movie. It was more because, I don't know, maybe I process things a little differently. But there was this time when um, she sees an image of her own psychiatrist, her doctor. And she gives off this really awkward smile at her. And just the way it was forming, and it took forever for her to do it. I just started laughing. And I think people around me kind of noticed it too. And they were laughing as well. I mean, look, like I said, this movie has... A lot of creepiness to it there's like a lot of good creepy factors involved all throughout the movie however just certain scenes for me I found quite laughable the way the movie ends basically she realizes that if she remains alone then there's no way that this new spirit can get attached to anybody right and she'll just have to fight the demon head-on and now it's a battle to the death like I got you all secluded you and me Let's have at it. And this is where the movie did something pretty smart because it made you believe that she was able to fend off the demon. The thing is dead. She's in the clear. And just when she thought she was in the clear, the whole thing was an illusion. And she imagined it all. And she found herself back in the same house where everything went down. And she's basically stuck with this thing. And now she realizes that there's nothing else she can do and she succumbs to the demon as it possesses her and all that and this cop who i guess was like a former lover of hers a former boyfriend is now the one who witnessed her kind of sacrifice as she burnt herself alive and now the demon is transferred onto him and the movie fades to black and that's it and lollipop lollipop plays i mean how typical is that for a movie or horror movie to use such a popular old tune to kind of close it out and kind of be like that's all folks da -da 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 -da. at the end of the day i thought the movie was okay i'm pretty sure a lot of you horror fans out there are going to enjoy this um for me who is not really this huge horror person um or who likes more of like the the mental psycho kind of thinking type of horror film hybrid horror as you would say um this one was just okay for me and probably not my cup of tea i was a little disappointed and frustrated because i thought it was going to go one way and it decided to go a more typical horror route so 
missed opportunity, I think, in my opinion, but maybe for you, you will appreciate it as a horror lover. However, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter at all what I think. What matters most is what you think. If you are a horror movie lover and you're planning to watch this movie, let me know what you think about it in the comments. Let me know, did you enjoy it? Or were you thinking along the same lines as I was when you were watching it? If you're not planning on watching it or you didn't think you were gonna watch it, how does my own take on it make you feel now? Let me know. As always, don't forget, hit that like and subscribe buttons. Hit the notification bell so you can get notified every time a new video is uploaded onto the channel. I appreciate all of you watching and tuning in for this quick review here on Smile. Until next time, stay cool, stay classy, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Smile, darn you smile. Put on a happy face. All right, peace out, y'all.